Welcome to the J Crypto Show once again. Today we're joined by a very early Cardano CNFT project, I would say, because we're all still early, but you guys were, were pretty early. Um, Hype Skulls, and we have the creative Armin, and then we also have the project manager, Anthony, here to join us. And we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna kind of get right into it because we wanna really get into the meat of this interview. So let me start by asking you guys this, and thanks by the way for coming on to the J Crypto Show, uh, sharing your knowledge, information with my audience, things of that nature. What does your project really stand for and what core values, this is what I wanted to ask you guys, what core values are you guys trying to bring to the NFT, more importantly, CNFT space? Um, I, I guess I'll tackle that first and Armin, feel free to you know, supplement. But I mean, I, I initially got, I was initially put in contact with Armin and he you know, is, is part of a, a studio called OK Perfect. It's, it's, it's a studio and they do like 3D animations for advertising. They work with some of the leading you know, entertainment properties out there. And at the time, there just wasn't much 3D animation on Cardano. So we, we thought there'd be a, 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 a you know, potentially first mover advantage to bring kind of like that nifty gateway quality to the blockchain, you know, that wasn't really there at the time. Um, so that was like, that was the impetus um, in terms of what we stand for. I mean, we, 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 our tagline on Twitter and so forth is like, you know, bespoke, bespoke digital art, um, you know, trying to create value on uh, EUTXO blockchains. So we really wanted to bring kind of that bespoke, customized 3D animation to, to the Cardano world. So that, that's, that's our main value proposition. And in the process, you know, we want to bring the best of tech. So, um, you know, with our, with our first drop, which happened July 31st. So by, by being so early, we're talking a few months ago. But, uh, um, you know, we, we, we rolled out an identity token. Cardano, that's like, super early, by the way, too, just yeah. listeners. Yeah, so we, we were, um, with our tech team, rolled out an identity token so people could identify themselves. You could see the transactions happen. You know, you see like the, what, where the skulls have traded hands, you know, on our website through our explore functionality. So we're playing with like adding identity to the blockchain, um, you know, to rolling that out with like really high-end 3D animations. So um, yeah, it's just, it's the, our whole methodology and ethos centers around bringing like the best of art um, and the best of tech together and kind of providing a premium product. And the only thing I would add to that, and I think Anthony covered um, 90% of it. Only thing I would add to that is we're, as far as our core values go in this, um, in this space, um, we're interested in building community and not a community where um, we're interested in building a long-term community, long-term holders and people who invest in the work. And we put a lot of time and effort into our work, a lot of thought into our work. And the entire team is very, um, has a great deal of pride and ownership in what we do. And this, I don't think our venture is really for everybody. I think it's for the people that are really into what we're doing. And that's the honest to God truth. We're not really, when we sit down and we talk, we don't really um, spend a lot of time thinking about the quick flipper. That's not really our concern. So as far as our core values are concerned, it's quality. It's doing things the right way, um, being as transparent as possible. And um, just keep pushing the envelope forward with creative and, art, uh, creative and, and tech. That's awesome. And by the way, I can 
just from hearing, I just met Armin pretty much three minutes ago uh, when we hopped on the Zoom call here. And just from hearing him talk and seeing the skull, if you guys haven't checked out Hype Skulls, you, you're going to realize right away that like he's the creative part from what I understood, from what you guys told me. And it, 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 res it like your speech about just the integrity of the art, not going for the quick flippers, just trying to build a quality premium art style NFT. When you look at the art, it's, it's very easy to see how those two things can resonate and connect, man, just from hearing you speak. But um, I think that's awesome. So another thing that I wanted to talk about is like, can we just get into your process real quick? So Anthony, as the project manager, you teamed up with OK Perfect. So like, how big's your team? Can, can we talk about how big your team is? What pieces of the team you have in place? Things like that to open up, just to get an inside look of what's going on. Sure, I mean, the, the creative team, I don't know, how many people are you guys? I mean, I know there's a lot of you. Yeah, we're, we're five people. All work five people here creatively. Excuse me? All working on hype skulls? No, we have, we have other projects that we're working on. Okay. Same time. So, yeah, but so they, they, but you know, it's, it's good to have a, a creative team of a few people, you know, at least so that yeah. there's base. And then, uh, and then we have a, a tech team of a couple of Haskell developers. We have a front end developer at times. We have a couple community managers and marketing people, um, you know, at, at various capacities, whether full-time, part-time, et cetera. So, I mean, when you think about it, we're talking like 10, 12 people are working on this project in some capacity. Um, is, if you don't mind me interrupting, Anthony, is OK Perfect doing anything else besides the creative side? Like, do they do the tech side too? Or is that a separate team or team of people that you se Separate team. Um, but there's a lot of overlap because, you know, when you're, when you're building a front end, you need it to look beautiful. So... You know, there's a lot of back and forth when it comes to all that sort of stuff. And it's very much our men's vision in terms of the overall brand. But uh, oh, okay. yeah, there's, yeah. That's interesting to know. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't go in with, with creating these, gosh, I don't, I don't even know what to call them. Three, 3D, I don't want to do, do you a disservice. 3D yeah. animated, um, very live, you know, when you look at the art feels like those things are alive sometimes too. <laughs> that's, that's where, do we take that as a big compliment? We spent a lot of time making sure that um, these things need to, to feel like they're alive. They need to feel like it is a seamless loop. We spent a lot of time making sure that every um, ingredient in this formula loops seamlessly. So it's something that you could stare at forever. Um, you know, it, we used to get the compliment when we were minting that they people would just kind of get hypnotized by them by staring at them for so long. And that's something that you really love to hear, especially yeah. considering the fact that we spent time to, to do that. Um, I'll stop there before I keep going about creative. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good here on the Jay Crypto Show. Um, so I'm just trying to get a picture. So basically, who, Anthony, or like who started the, Who's, were you guys friends? Like, I'm just confused on who started. Oh, we are now. Um, I didn't know Armin before this process. I was introduced to him um, by another one of our uh, friends, Andy. Um, and then, you know, he, he didn't know anything about the Cardano blockchain. I was kind of, I've been here for a minute. Like, I've been a part of the community here for a while. 
um, more as like an investor. And then I just saw an opportunity. And what happened was he just put some Cardano eyes in a skull and sent it to me. And I was like, wow, people are going to go nuts if we, you know, go this course. So then we, you know, after, after that process, we had to find the people with the, the, the right knowledge set to put a vending machine together. Um, you know, and then we, we, we found some very talented Haskell developers that, are, that were at, at the time part of the Plutus Pioneer program and, okay. and so forth. And, you know, we, we, we put together this whole value proposition. We thought about distribution mechanics, what we wanted to include. Um, at the time, we really like certain things that I knew I wanted. I wanted to have like an explore page with like statistics and rarity in it. And then also like as people were minting, I wanted to, the, the recent sold, um, you know, skulls to be scrolling through the bottom. So we talked about all these various things that we wanted, feature sets. Um, and, you know, that's, that's evolved into, into our next drop, which is on November 30th, um, which is, is, is you require an origin series skull in order to participate in that. So it's, 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 it's pretty interesting. It's like a, you can only get derivative skulls if you're an origin series skull owner. So like, our current customers are essentially becoming our storefront for the future, you know, uh, and, and, and they can, you know, choose to, to mint different things. So that's, it's, it's, it's kind of a very, I don't know, community engaged, gradual progression. We didn't know that this was the direction we wanted to go, but like our ethos is always like preserving long-term value to our customers. And that's just kind of how we've evolved. And if I may just jump in here on that, I did some just brief market research of where things are at and your skulls values have held up. I mean, the, the origin skulls, I know it's not about that per se. It's about building a quality product and finding the right customers. I hear you. But when I did look, it seemed like you guys started uh, with a 200 ADA mint. Is that correct? And 200 ADA mint. And then with every, whatever, what was it? hundred sold or 50 sold? I forget now. It's every hundred sold. It would go up 25 ADA. So by the end of the sale, it was, at, it was at 550 ADA. I mean, and then, I mean, some of them have sold in the secondary market for like 15,000 ADA. So depending on the rarity and yeah. the period and things of that nature. Yeah. Because I was looking at the last floor price and it was around 299, I would think. Yeah, 300 ADA floor. But like the floor price isn't everything and every NFT collector knows that. So I uh, just wanted to add that information let people know where they can start to look at you know pricing wise these hype skulls um okay so basically you can't you kind of were like the end the entrepreneurial engine anthony and you you kind of went back and forth with um our our man uh armin told me to say it like amen with an r but (laughs) (laughs) before the interview it's like say it with amen with an r but uh uh and then Armin kind of showed you these, did you even say skulls or did that just? No, no, Anthony. No. And when we met, uh, they were, they are just like, all right, we see what you do. Um, and we want to work something out, uh, because we feel like this space is primed to break out. I always wanted to get into NFTs. I've been wanting to get into NFTs for the past year. My, my road though was Ethereum, like my contemporaries, the people that I work with, work against, compete against. Those guys are all on Ethereum. They're all on, you know, Nifty Gateway, Known Origin, all those guys. So that's where I wanted to go. But I was busy with OK Perfect, and I had just started my company two years ago. So I did not have the means to market, um, build a following, put art out there in a way where, you know, I could do all these things by myself to get on those platforms. So it was just great timing. And uh, when we sat down and we spoke about, OK, what, what should we do? I've always drawn skulls growing up. I've always 
this it's always been my thing um so that's that's kind of cool, cool yeah so it, it's it's always been something that and i think that in the back of my mind i was like we can do certain things with these skulls continuously to add um value and to to really like get more into vfx this could be a vehicle because everybody when they release nfts as collectibles they need a they need the hero they need the product um they need the subject and to me skulls were perfect because we could do so much with them moving forward <clears throat> so long story short when we met um sold these guys on the skull and these guys were like whatever let's let's take a look at it yeah see. i don't want to be creative he's better at that than me like you know so yeah, yeah. I, I hear you no that's hey we're so we had a skull left over from goonies we worked on the goonies 4k campaign and uh we're like, let's, let's take the skull. Let's modify them a little bit. Let's change up the textures. Let's change up some of the vibe, get them a little angrier. And let's turn these kind of different metallic looks and let's get some smoke simulation. So he's actually breathing out smoke, exhaling smoke. And the smoke um, collides with the jaw as it moves. So it looks like he's like chomping down on it as he's laughing. It's just like a, like a vibe, you know, do something that's got like a vibe to it. It, Show it, these guys they loved it. But it, it's almost, like I said earlier, it's something, it's an art piece when I look at it. You can't do this on a canvas too. It's like an art piece that has come alive. And with digital ownership, I can see why there's a market for, for that. Because Thank you. bringing life. Appreciate, into take market. that as a big compliment. But what we're about to do with Vapor is going to make the Origin Series skull look almost stale, like stagnant. Yeah. Um, that's where we're hoping to take it. Um. If I may just continue down this path here, I just want to talk about your community building. So you have Anthony and I'm getting a vibe from Anthony that he's kind of like, okay, I'll help with the education on the crypto side slash entrepreneurial, get people that we need sort of, is that your role too, Anthony? Like get people. I mean, yeah, somewhat. I think ideation was a big part of this. Like what do we need to execute? You know, all, all of that sort of stuff, kind of managing the whole thing. But yeah, community management is also part of my job. So you found the engineers on the development side, you found Ar Armin on the creative side, and now the community building, because this is also a piece I'm fascinating in, is like where, you, you probably have community managers, correct? Um, we have a bunch of moderators that are also community managers, for sure. Are they we're all very, very active in, in, um, in speaking to our community members, running things by them. Um, <laughs> sometimes to our detriment, but yeah, we're, we're very active in our community. Very, very active in our community. Now, where did these community managers come from? Were they just volunteers or did you just find, you know, previous community managers? Cause a lot of NFT projects are always like people that are, what I'm trying to do too is convey to people that are thinking of starting an NFT project, what it takes, right? Cause a lot okay. of people don't have that full picture. So, I mean, in our case, it was very interesting. I mean, let me, let me walk you through the timeline of the drop because I feel like that's important to, to talk about like what we've done in terms of develop our community. And so initially when we dropped like two or 300 skulls went pretty quick. And then it kind of, we were very early. Like when we started our project, there were 3000 wallets in the Cardano ecosystem. And, you know, now we're about at a hundred. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So we were three K people. So literally like, you know, half of the community needed to be our customer for us to sell out. So we sold like 300 skulls right away. And then it just kind of tapered off. And I don't know if you know, like the, then the Coco Loco kind of debacle brought a lot of people into the community. 
Um, and then that, and then I, I think that kind of just brought a, a bunch of liquidity here. And then when that project didn't end up going so well, like people were looking for other things and, and so all of a sudden people saw our, saw our skulls. So then a bunch of people aped in. And then we had one of the interesting things before this process, I wasn't even on Discord or Twitter. So it's all kind of new to me. Yeah, um, most people have to learn Discord. That's yeah, <laughs> which, is, which is like the most amazing social media. It's the biggest one. It's, it's amazing. Of a social media that there probably is. I mean, it's, it's completely changed my workflow. It's more functional than anything that we use. You know, we're on WebEx right now. Discord's easier. You know, I but like, that all day because it's also yeah, just live feedback for you guys and companies usually don't get that. And that's what's great about NFTs because you have your entire investors slash community consumers all giving you live time feedback. Yeah, not just that. We have a room with like music bot. People can control that. People just hang out there and listen. It's, 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 it's a really a crazy kind of community thing. And, and with NFTs, you can build on it with bots and stuff. Like there's so many possibilities. Anyway. So we, we, you know, after we had that whole uh, debacle and a bunch of people entered, entered the, our community, we just had a lot of just really interested internal champions, right? So then I, you know, when I, when I see people that are really engaged and like what we're doing, you know, I want to empower people like that. So we made them part of our community and, you know, we helped them with whatever projects they're working on and they're excellent community managers. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how that happened. Okay. No, it just it just had people step up, and people yeah. that were really really interested in the project. They stepped up, and um, we gave them roles. I was just really passionate about it. I've seen that as a reoccurring theme in a lot of successful projects too. Is like the community tends to become almost lifetime. Like it's not lifetime because we're still so early, but essentially they evolve into part of your company or brand, if we want to call it that whatever you would consider an NFT project, I would consider it a brand or, or a yeah. company that is creating products. So it's, it's, it's really, it's really amazing. That's cool. I'm glad that you guys shared that. It's Thanks. interesting. And then, and then when I, I've also, you know, I'm a part of many other discords, so I kind of see how the, the vibe is elsewhere. Yeah. Um, with uh, like, because we're only 1500 skulls, our community is pretty small. And yeah. I think it's because of that, like the, the, there's a lot of value there. You know, you have a really engaged community that's maybe smaller and there's just less fluff. So I, I, one of our challenges is going to be like, how do we preserve the awesomeness of this community, you know, while expanding the footprint of our NFT? So that's something that I'm thinking about on the regular. And I think you're doing that by just limiting people who have bought the first gen skulls. I mean, I think of Supreme, they only let out a very few amount of their products each year, every year. And they became a premium brand. It seems like you guys are trying to become a premium NFT brand. And who's to say that merch isn't on the way or down the road and you guys don't become a premium clothing brand slash whatever else too. I mean, it's, that's the great part. Once you have the yeah, brand. Mer yeah, merch, merch is on the way. Uh, like I think like literally on the way we have samples on the way, hopefully deliver today or tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, we can, I'm sure we can show you some of that. So. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll send over some samples so you can check them out. All right, cool. Yeah, that, that sounds interesting. So I'll have a, I'll have a peek of that. And um, anyways, let me, let me get into something else because, you know, this question is going to be kind of muddled because of the fact that you guys have different pieces to your, um, you know, organization here. But I did want to ask this because I'm sure that there's people listening. And I'm not saying that any 
buddy should go, you know, poach people that are working on your creation or brand. But I just see this opportunity for like, you guys have successfully launched an NFT project on Cardano. There's celebrities out there. There's entrepreneurs out there. Celebrities have marketing powers. Um, entrepreneurs have the, you know, good entrepreneurs with a great idea and story have the layout, but what they don't have is the design and the technical piece. The community building piece, I think can be, you know, part of the entrepreneur's role, but what really stops people with huge brands, celebrities, or an entrepreneur that has teamed up with like an athlete or a singer from really successfully launching an access NFT project or a utility NFT project is that engineering and then the design piece. So what would prevent a project like yours to, to also become almost like an umbrella um, company down the road where you provide that support? I don't think much would prevent it. It's just a matter of time probably, but have you ever thought of also just like saying, okay, we've done this. If we can, like the system and this is an outlandish question by me it's pretty selfish to be honest with you because i've always been curious about this if like i partner with a celebrity like where would we go or where does that entrepreneur and that celebrity go and just be like hey can you guys just help us out with the engineering piece and the design piece because we got this awesome idea and we got this uh this this person that people would really want access to Farmer, you want to tackle that first you want me to go um yeah it's 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 multi-layer that that answer um as far as us potentially collaborating with celebrities and offering that for our product we would never do that for you know, just as far as yeah um, i was getting that where, yeah that we would never hitch our truck to that <laughs> that's a disaster oh like never do anything uh, would you yeah, ever so it though behind the scenes we, would we ever what sorry would you ever separate it behind the scenes and offer that package of development as a service? Yeah, so that's the second part of the answer. Um, okay. My studio here at OK Perfect, we do a lot of work with bigger Hollywood studios um, and there is a growing need for NFTs. I'd love to merge those two worlds. There's been early conversation. Um, like we're working on Dune right now for the advertising uh, for the Dune campaign. Um, the NFTs already were released, so we don't have a hand in that there. Um, but down the line, we want to start connecting those two dots so that we can, we can do that. And then also have our own vision and be able to release our own vision um, in the form of NFTs. Uh, Anthony can speak to what he's doing and how he's kind of come up with this really, I think, brilliant um, uh, business uh, proposition to be able to take everything that we've learned and we've gone through here with our Hype Skulls drop uh, and the team that he's assembled and to try and offer that up to um, upcoming artists. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, you don't want to reinvent the wheel, right? Like we're, we're building smart contract mechanisms for the redemption of our tokens and our skulls and, and to, to create skull derivatives. So like all of that sort of stuff, it's, it's, you know, it's a smart contract escrow essentially. So uh, yeah. uh, built on Cardano. So yeah, of course we're, 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 we're using, the hype brands to offer the best of art and tech. And through that process, we're trying to make solutions that are more turnkey for everybody else. So, you know, down the road. So yeah, yeah that's, that's central to our, to, to, to at least my value proposition personally, but um, yeah, that's where my head's at. Absolutely. But currently there is a talent shortage in this whole 
um, you know, Cardano world that we're, we're dealing with. There aren't that many Haskell developers out there just floating around. Yeah. So, you know, that, yeah, I guess the shorter answer is yes. <laughs> where, where my head is, is where you is, is there. And this could be wrong or right. I don't know. But my thought process is that even if you don't attach it to the brand, I mean, just by providing a service, not necessarily for like, if you had the artists and development or design capabilities, then if you just became this umbrella and, and, and provided just the design piece slash the, you know, slash whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it's then, then like the projects that do succeed, obviously will look at, okay, perfect. Or whoever's in that equation and be like, okay, these guys help us out. And who's to say that you don't pick, you don't cherry pick and just be like, okay, Hey, look, we would love to do a partnership with the only the ones that are really successful to elevate hype skulls in some sort of, you know, way that doesn't hurt the hype skulls brand. I just, I just think that people will start to do that because you guys have laid a blueprint. Other projects are starting to lay the blueprints. 100%. And that's becoming a very valuable commodity. Yeah, we, I mean, we just looked at what happened with Good Charlotte and Clay, Clay Nation and so forth. And, you know, that, that's happening with greater frequency in the Cardano world. So that's the next step. The market wasn't here yet. The market's now developing. And, and you know, I mean, the, the gradual next step is celebrity participants and entrants. So, yeah, that's where it's going. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we, 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 we do want to help, both Armin and I, with that whole value proposition. You know, he does that for studios already. Why wouldn't you do that for select individuals? And, uh, you know, we're building the technology to help other people do that sort of stuff. So, yeah. And I, I think there's a lack of, like, people that can provide real utility and value as well. So that's why I think celebrities will be looking for this. You know, good, good entrepreneurs that have the idea or maybe locked in a connection with a celebrity will be looking to create NFTs that provide real-world experiences, real utility, value. And there's this this uh, greater quantity growing. You guys have probably seen it if you're tracking the CNFT space or other market, other NFT markets of very simple PNG, not much utility, hoping to grow communities and, and stuff. And the early ones have, you know, probably succeeded more than even the same quality than the later ones. Um, so that's, that's very interesting. Um, I do want to give some time though to talk about uh, Vapor and let you guys just, talk to all of your current customers slash if people are thinking about buying their first hype school and getting in on that next sale. What's, what is, what the heck is vapor? What's going on? Um, Anthony, you want me to start? Okay. So, so what vapor is, is there's, we, we, after our origin series drop, we decided that we would never sell skulls directly um, to customers again. That, that So we wanted to make it such that the people that invested in us early would become like the storefront to any future Skull-related content. So we have plans to do other types of drops that are like non-Skull-related and create like new things, but with Skulls, like you pretty much can't get them. So we, we took a little bit from the inspiration of the Board API Club and the serums and mutations because um, I like that concept, but we wanted to bring, you know, high-end 3D animation to that equation. And... Uh, um, if, you know, if nothing happens first, we're, we're aiming to be almost the first smart contract or this first smart contract uh, drop on Cardano on November 30th. So, you know, unless somebody beats us, but we'll see. So, yeah, so our, our, our elevator pitch for, for our brand for Hype, Hype Skulls being our first drop and release, we were the, 
the largest um, release of unique 3D animated NFTs at the time on any blockchain. Since then, there have been a few Ethereum drops that have like three second animations. Um, Vapor is going to be unprecedented in nature in that we're the first project on any blockchain that will mutate current NFTs into newly um, minted 3D animated NFTs. That's never been done before for a good reason. It's a lot of fucking work. But <laughs> yeah, I um, figured that would be the reason. Yeah, um, I don't know if we're going to get into the specifics of it, but that would be like the elevator pitch. So it was unprecedented when we started. It's a lot of work. And what we're doing now, and, and again, going back to the core values and handing the keys essentially back to the community, the people who uh, we were the, look, we were the highest price mint in Cardano history as far as CNFTs go. Um, so it took a lot for people to, that was, that's a big jump. Uh, it's a big leap of faith. So for our collectors to do that, um, some of our most passionate collectors to keep doing it over and over and over again was interesting because at our highest price mint, at our highest tier, just 550, we sold out in an hour. So everybody had been waiting for that tier. And it was just, it had just snowballed to the extent where we're like, um, I just wanted to create more skulls. But the conversation began, it turned into why are we creating more skulls when we should be rewarding the people that took that huge leap of faith? Yeah. So that's what we're doing. And um, that's, that's what we talked about, our core values being uh, uh, cultivating a strong community. It's that. If you buy into this project, you're buying in because you love the art, you love the product, and you love what we're doing with tech. You're not buying in this project because down the line, we're going to airdrop you this, and if you collect this, you're going to stake this, and you're going to all that bullshit. We're not, we're not about that. We're going to keep our incentives simple. We're going to only, you know, it's, it's customized towards a long-term holder. If you're looking, to, this is probably not the right project for you if you're looking to flip it quick. Anthony hates to hear me say that, and I'm saying that on a public forum, but it's the truth. Yeah. It, that's my opinion. No, I don't really, I don't really give a place for shit. There's a place yeah. for everything, man. So I think that it, solidifying your niche and really, you know, marketing that as that is probably smart because you're gonna, you know, solidify your specific audience and go after them. Not yeah, yeah. I'm with others because it's kind of. And what I, what I thought was really novel about this vapor concept is we're, we're going to have 30 different potential vapor types. So you can take your original skull and all the features of that original skull and they'll translate to that vaporized skull. So we might have something with lasers coming out of its eyes and you'll still preserve all those original qualities. So um, yeah, it's going to be, and then that whole entire, you know, redemption process is going to be experiential through our website with like 3d animations and so forth. So it's going to be, it's going to be sick. I'm, I'm really excited about it as, as also a skull holder. So. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That does sound like a lot of work though. I can see why that, you know, why Arvid said that. Huh. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough sitting back um, since we, you know, released uh, July 31st was our launch for Hype Skulls and we sold out um, early September. And since then just sitting back and seeing uh, drop after drop, you know, these PFP projects, and look, man, we're, we're happy for every creator in the space and people doing their thing and uh, Cardano growing in general as far as the CNFT space is no one happier than us to see that. But you're itching to put product out, yeah. you know? 
um, and we've been putting in a lot of work behind the scenes and soon it's going to be our time and I, you know, I can't wait can't wait yeah I can see how like the best part is like finally launching after working so hard on something um, um, I mean it's stressful too man you when, when you oh yeah sure that's definitely stressful too i mean <laughs> i don't know if you've kept abreast of all the drops like there are a lot of issues here and there with certain drops and just being you know being able to just have the wherewithal to engage and move through that whole process is fun did you guys have any hiccups um not not tremendously our our, our system was uh you know we, we we had to patch a couple things on day one couple of things like between because the way the old vending machine worked it's going to be different now because it's all going to be smart contracts like as it as as it moved from one wallet to another we had to issue a few refunds um but nothing you know egregious you know, we were shipping tech so there's bound to be this sort of thing you it's know? crazy when you say it like that that's that's insane yeah it's true though that's crazy huh um all right so let me just you know i don't want to take too long and I'd be happy to have you guys back on in the future, maybe after Vapor and just kind of talk about the next, you know, leg up or whatever innovations. Cause um, I thought that this was a fruitful uh, experience. Just talking yeah, to you. I, I hope my audience finds the same value. I think that there are people thinking about launching, you know, an NFT collection, whether they have an influence, whether they're somewhat of a celebrity or uh, an athlete, I think of, um, without this kind of knowledge, but also on the consumer lens, I think it was a peer into what you guys stand for, what you believe. And uh, I think you said it very clearly. Uh, there's no confusion. And I think that it's, it's, it's all about the value. But um, let me ask you a fun question, just because, uh, and since there's two people on, I'll just, you know, each can go either way. By the way, who, when I talk in the DMs of Twitter, who's responding? Just so yeah, I know. That was me. Okay, so you're the uh, guy. Okay. Uh, so if you die tomorrow, okay. And you kind of like, you, you, you kind of answer this, but try to answer it in a different way. If you can, if you die tomorrow, okay. And, and you can't do anything else. You have no control over what else happens. What would you like the space of Cardano, Cardano NFT collectors to just remember you buy just in case, man, because life is short. I don't want you guys to die, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, interesting what, would, question. what would you want the space to remember you, like, for from this project, your work in this? Like, what would you want your legacy to be? Well, I, I always say uh, we named, named the brand Hype so that we would have to work harder than everybody else to prove that we weren't. So the way that I would like us to be remembered is a legitimate product and people who were really, really... Um, serious about what they were creating and really serious about cultivating a community that um, was like-minded and rewarding that community to the best of their ability. And we spent 115, 110, 115 hours creating a, an animation, a 50-second long-form 3D animation with original music to gift it to our, um, our holders. And that's it's not something that a lot of people do. It's something that we want to continue doing more of. And I think that's the way that we, I would like us to be remembered, just a group that took care of their, their own. Yeah. That comes across. Um, I would, 
I would probably answer differently, but I, I, I like his the answer is very armed. It was like awesome. I feel like yeah. we should have started out with Anthony. No, I'm just joking. About it. <laughs> um, no, for for me, I mean, like I've always been a big believer in Cardano. I, I was very, you know, I was I watched the whiteboard video. I'm like, this makes sense. Like this whole thing makes sense. And I yeah, and I just through Armand was given the opportunity to you know actually build tech in this whole world, and you know that's. It's, I, I just, if, if I die tomorrow, I would just want, I guess I'd want to be remembered as just someone that tried to move the needle forward, right? Just build and, you know, make this ecosystem more ubiquitous and have it grow. Because that's pretty much all I wanted to do. And uh, that goal has been accomplished and now it's just fun. Dang, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Um, all right. Well, I mean, is there anything else you guys want to leave on? As I said, friends of the channel, welcome to come back anytime. We'll probably schedule something if you guys are available in, in at least a month, I'd say. Try to get you guys back on. But is there anything else That'd that you can leave? Leave with? Um, come check us out on Discord um, if you're interested in what we're doing or interested in what we've said so far. If you've seen hype skulls, but maybe you think the price point may be too high or you're not sure about where the project is going in general, um, we're working behind the scenes to put out uh, information that'll make it a little bit more palatable and for everyone to understand exactly where this project is going in terms of value and in terms of what we're doing uh, creatively and tech-wise that's unprecedented. So uh, I wish we could have had a more of a kind of refined presentation here, but we got to do it until it's right and then release it to the masses and, and uh, we'll happily come back on and, and share that with you and, and your viewers. Cool. Anthony, anything else? Uh, no, man. I just, I love your questions. I love, I, I like that we get to talk about, you know, I think that's kind of important stuff. Just how do you do this stuff? It's challenging. So I'm, I'm I, anyone that reaches out that watches this, I'm happy to help you through that process. Like I'm, I love sharing knowledge because my goal is I want this blockchain to be the best blockchain there is. So if, if I can help anyone, I'm happy to do so. So that's, that's pretty much it. That's yeah. We, and we want to know what you're drinking there. What, what are you drinking yeah. out of that gallon jug? What you got there? Vodka? No, I'm just Vodka. <laughs> just some water. Nice vodka. That's how I get the great quest. No, I'm just joking. I don't. I don't drink like, <laughs> barely ever. But I'm too young. I'm like 23. But um, all right, guys, that's cool. You guys can stick around just one sec. I just you know like to do that just to tell you guys kind of some stuff and get all of your top secrets for becoming you know massively. No, I'm just joking to my audience. But um, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much. Feel free to check out Hype Skulls. And if you have any questions, go to their discords, go to their, we'll put all the links in the, in the description. And that's pretty much all we got. So thanks for the J Crypto audience for checking out. Thanks, Armin, Anthony, for coming on and sharing your knowledge. We appreciate you guys for moving the needle forward and sticking to your core values. So that's it.